now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Tonight we're coming to you live from Keith Stead's condo where he's having a nice little kickback. I want to thank everybody for coming out. You know, we just came over from the Your Mother's a Fat Bitch Award show and there's just great energy in there, so we're really feeling ourselves. And I'm trying to figure out another way to eat this, so I'm like, I'm just gonna start it. Why don't we get like a keg and throw a kickback? Alright ladies and gentlemen, Gordos and Gordettes, welcome back to the 71st edition of Just a Kickback. I'm your host Corbin, here with your other host Pelly, and Pelly, stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> yep, everybody's staying very far away from me. I'm fucking pariah, I am just the, I am the problem that this country has faced for the past year and a half. I officially got it everybody. The Just a Kickback's oh, first case of the fucking coronavirus. We went so long. So we long. We went so fucking long. We did everything right. We, we've been Skype calling for two fucking years. And nope, God still smites us. And you know smites the, me in particular. <laughs> uh, you know what the most Just a Kickback part of this whole thing was? We, we were going to do a live in-person episode for the first time in yeah. two years this fucking weekend. For the first time in two years, we were going to finally sit down and record an episode together. And Pelly oh, has yeah. to go get fucking COVID. <laughs> yeah, for anybody who hasn't figured it out by now, I have fucking COVID. I got COVID this weekend. And... Yeah, we had some big things in plan. I was supposed to go see Jack Harlow, probably my favorite artist since 2018. I was supposed to go meet up with Corbin and do an in-person episode. And all of those things were squandered because of the goddamn coronavirus. But all I got to say is make sure you're fucking vaccinated because yeah. this shit sucks. And I'm, I was a little goody two-shoes and went and got my vaccine immediately. They, they stuck both of them right up my in my ass and I got them, you know. <laughs> But yeah. I, cause I couldn't imagine how much this would suck without it. Dude, I, yeah, that's what I was thinking that too, man. This shit is nutty. The fact that you can still get it when you're vaccinated just means people, everyone just get fucking, I don't, why? <laughs> why? God. There is not one good reason at this point. Like, like, all right, at the very, very beginning of this entire thing, we had a whole episode on this, so I'm not going to get super into this. But the very beginning of this whole thing, I could understand some doubts. Now it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. It's not like, I don't know. That's where I'm at with this whole thing. But apparently, yeah, you can still, it's just a lot, it's a lot less, right? It's not as bad. Like, you're not in the hospital. You're not recording from a bed. No, I mean, it feels like normal, of normal cold. You know, it's like, it's like having a normal cold, but you're really a biological weapon. Like, and you, (laughs) anybody you go near could theoretically fucking die. And there's a lot of power to be wielded there. But I feel like you were just missing one day of fourth grade. You know, like, it's really not bad at all. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should, I, I, I will sacrifice my COVID-free, knock on wood, couple years. We should go find that motherfucker, the dad from High School Musical, and just send you oh, in. Like a, like a little yes. fucking time bomb. God, that would be sick. You find all your enemies, all the people you don't like. And you just send me in there to give you co- give them yeah. COVID, you yes. know. That, there's a business in there. There's a niche in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have COVID. Send me to your ex's house. <laughs> like just make me sit in the in the bathroom for a week. I'll rub myself <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> imagine, imagine you're like like yeah, man. I just broke up with this girl. Like 
I gotta I gotta call one eight hundred got COVID, and then you get you get like the girl just gets home and it's just you licking her fucking faucet, like, like oh shit you weren't supposed to be home till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like fucking sucking on her Brita filters. Oh what? <laughs> God. Yeah, you're no, I mean spitting in all her cabbage, all her spinach bags. You just <laughs> jeez. No, yeah, I mean, this really does, it truly does suck a dick. It just, and it, the worst part about it is it just absolutely interrupts your life so hard, yeah, you know? I and I, I mean, the the first urgent care test I got this was, the, the doctor I had was also just the worst. Oh. I, I remember the nurse came in and was just like, did my test, put the thing on my nose, shoved it deep up there. I was like... I'm like, I definitely don't have COVID. There's no chance. And then I start thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, I might have COVID right now. Like, there is a possibility that I have COVID. And then the doctor comes out and he's like, oh, the left room? Oh, the oh, the kid in the left? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. He yeah, said that? Not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> While I'm in the room, I'm oh, overhearing him man. talk to the nurses. Oh, and my heart man. just sinks. I'm like, God, I hope he's not talking to me. <laughs> and then the boom door opens. Matthew Pellison, you have COVID. And I was like, God <laughs> damn it. I literally audibly said, shit. Like, he was like, it was like Seinfeld COVID right there. <laughs> I can't believe that. He, he stereotyped you. He did. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, I got, I got fucking persecuted right there. Yeah, you, could, you could sue. That's defamation. Yep. Yeah, literally. Oh, the kid in the left. Douchebag right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely him. Keep playing beard eye all last Saturday. Yeah. That was, yeah. yep, him. Did that fucking asshole that called the nurse dude. Yeah, that dude's definitely got fucking COVID. <laughs> yep, definitely. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. That's mad funny. But, Pelly, I'm going to have to do this. is going to be interesting for the viewers at home, too, because I'm going to have to do my first ever solo interview today. He's going to be mm-hmm. wild as hell. I'm not going to lie to you. What do, what do I talk yeah. about? Um, I don't know. Uh, well, luckily, Connor is our third host. And if anybody were to step in for a situation like this, it, it's going to be him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, I mean, it's football season, baby. You know, you just got to let it ride. It is. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're hyped about it. We are, yo, I wanted to talk to you about this before Connor. I've officially turned over a new leaf a little bit. Well, once a year, I've turned over a new leaf. And starting to get to that season, Oktoberfest, I will drink beers other than Bud Light. That's what, that's, wow. I'm, baby steps. Because baby, I baby love Oktoberfest beers for some reason. I don't know why. But I wanted to let you know, as a, he's been my ho- co-host for fucking two years now, before I let Connor the third host now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Thank God, Corbin is growing up a little bit. He just changed out of his goddamn pull-ups into a real <laughs> fucking pair of shorts because he decided to drink for one weekend of the year. Decided to drink something other than Bud Light. No, it's a it's a month. <laughs> it's a month for that month. I'll drink. Yeah, it's a month. Okay, full yeah, of Full. Yeah, true. That's a full month. That's four weeks. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm no longer in pull-ups, but I'm at that point now where you got like the little the fake toilet inside the real toilet you know what i'm yes. talking about yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I try to, they're like they're like corbin you no longer have to wear diapers but when you gotta go potty 
It's in that right yeah. there. And it's the one with the, you you know, it's got that little, thing. Like, a starfish around it. It makes a noise when you mm-hmm. poop in it. Yeah, that's me right now. Nothing was worse than being a little kid and forgetting that thing and falling straight into the fucking toilet bowl. Like yeah. taking a straight ass dive into the yep. toilet bowl. It's one of the worst moments in anybody's uh, life. And every single person's done it. I don't want to hear anything because everybody's done that. <laughs> if you didn't do that as a kid, you are a serial killer now. You are yeah. in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you have that's a rite of passage just to take that fucking ass first swim into your cold toilet water. Nothing yep. is more shocking than that <laughs> in your Batman pajamas. But <laughs> Yo, I used to have these these are these Batman slippers that were like twelve times too big and one was Batman's face and one was Robin's face. And I refused to wear the Robin one. So I would just walk around <laughs> like 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 I had fucking like uh my, one of my legs was six inches longer than the other. And finally my mom was like, We're just fucking throwing this shit out. Unbelievable. God. I miss those. Yeah, fucking. the Robin slander back. needs to stop. That that's the first and foremost thing. No more Robin slander. I just didn't want to be number two. I'm a big Robin fan. Robin's a great guy. No, I'm Robin's sure he's not a necessarily guy. number two. He's he just, is. He's just Batman's sidekick or son. I mean, he ends up doing big things. Nightwing is, is Robin, but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I know. I mean, he's okay. He's no Batman. No one's he's, any Batman. No one's Batman. That's Batman. what. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. we did that's way not, too. Much. Yeah. We, we did way too much bad. Yeah. <laughs> we did way too much bad last week. We're, we're done. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. I'm going to let Corbin do this interview. Um, and wish me luck, you guys, because your boys, your boys hanging in there by a thread. <laughs> That's it. All right. Here's God. <laughs> All right. Why don't we get, like, a keg and throw... Kickback. Welcome back on the pod. Third host winner. Actually, just third host in fucking general at this point. Now, literally uh-huh. third host. Connor Haladic. We got Pelly's flu game, so it's just me interviewing him today. Connor, how you doing? I'm doing good. Sorry, I got some food in my mouth. Um, doing really good. Happy to be back on the show. Um, my debut after my award-winning uh, performance. So I'm uh, I'm happy to be back. Definitely excited. I got the text to uh, come back on the show. What is this? Your fourth, your fourth time on, right? I think this is my fourth time, which could be a record for guest appearances. <laughs> I don't know. You guys, you guys probably got some record books somewhere, but it, it's got to be up there. We got it written down. You may always win third host of the year every year at the kickbacks. Now, you know what? We got fine with me. <laughs> we got to fine with me. We have a, another huge announcement on the Connor Halatic front. <clears throat> Connor is officially joining us on our blogging site. JustTheKickback.com. He's me throwing some shit up there. Whatever the hell he wants. I don't. I don't. I don't fucking know what he's gonna talk about. But fuck it. We're putting him on there. So check that out whenever he throws out his first blog. Um, but Connor, we brought you in today. Well, I brought you in at this point to talk about the football football season. The air is getting colder. The leaves are starting to change. Yup. Yup. Every Sunday seems like it's 14 hours long now. How how you feeling? You feeling good? Feeling so good for the reasons that you just listed and many more. Football is honestly the best. You really can't like do it better than football. I think for me, um, like a crisp a, a crisp Sunday morning with like early beers, like noon beers, crisp fall morning, 
like you said, leaves are changing. You're wearing a sweatshirt. There's really nothing better than that. And we're getting to that time. And I really just, there's nothing I get more excited about than football season. So to answer your question, doing extremely well on the football front. <laughs> now I got to ask, I got to ask, what beer are you rocking with this year? Because last year, I think it was, uh, I think it was fucking Heineken when we talked to you. Yeah, I like, I like Heineken, but um, I think Bud Light is going to be the beer of the uh, season, which is a very elementary kind of selection. But I see you're drinking a Bud Light right now as well. So I am. Honestly, honestly, Bud Light, you really can't go wrong. Um, I don't know. For me, my metabolism is crazy. I could drink 26 Bud Lights and not gain one pound. So that's probably part of it. Um, but Bud Light's just tasty, man. It's when it's frosty it and it's cold and, oh. and there's icicles growing off of it. It's just, you can't beat that. And I got the fucking aluminum can too. That the it's, it's not the aluminum can, the aluminum bottle. That's the best way to drink Bud Light, hands down. There's no better. Oh my God. I, I literally couldn't agree with a statement about anything more in my life. I try and get aluminum bottles whenever I can. They just taste better. There's something about yeah. the aluminum bottle. There's more beer, more fluid ounces. They're usually colder because they're aluminum. There's, like you said, cannot be beat. So yeah, just an automatic football feature. <laughs> it is, dude. Every fucking time. I'm going to start running out. I bought, they only come in fucking eight packs, right? I bought, I bought four of them. I'm already gone. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, no, you're screwed. Yeah, it's not great over here. Um, all right, so let's get into some, some football talk because that's why you're here. Our resident sport advisor. Um, what are we thinking? Big story. Like, what do you think is going to be the biggest story coming into? Obviously, we're done with week two now. It's week three. Yep. Let's say, let's say midpoint in the season. What do you think the big story is going to be? Who's the sleeper team, the sleeper whatever? Yeah, I mean, the NFL is hard, man, because you always have your, your Patrick Mahomes is your Lamar Jackson's like your players that, you know, are going to be good. I would say my big storyline, honestly, I think it's going to be Josh Allen and the bills. Cause right now I'm like, not a bills guy. I've never been a bills guy, obviously being a Patriots fan. Um, but the first two weeks of bills have been kind of underwhelming. You have your home opener. You lose to Pittsburgh who ends up losing to the Raiders this week, who I'm like, my dad's a huge Raiders fan. Like I support the Raiders, but I really don't think that the Raiders are for real. And like for them to march into Pittsburgh and win, I feel like that just nullifies like the game one victory of the Steelers, which means the bills are even more nullified. Right. I really just don't think that they're for real. But that being said, Josh Allen is definitely an MVP candidate. So I'm curious to see, like you said, midway point. We're already through two weeks. The NFL season seems to fly every year. Yeah, I really think time will tell on the Bills. Everyone coming into this year, the Bills are going to go to the Super Bowl. The Bills are this. The Bills are the next Chiefs. The Bills are that. I really don't see it right now after two weeks. Josh Allen's been definitely underwhelming. They beat a Miami team that, like I said, they beat the Patriots. It is what it is. Damian Harris fumbled. Like, Patriots should have won that game, but they didn't. Um so we're sitting at one on one as well, as well as well as the Dolphins. So I don't know. I think they beat the Dolphins pretty good, but I feel like anyone could beat the Dolphins that that good, especially when their quarterback goes down. So to answer your question, I really think it's gonna be the Buffalo Bills. It's gonna be that mid season story. I mean they're one and one. If they if they finish the first half of the season like seven and one, then yeah, they're for real. They beat a few teams. I know they're playing the Chiefs in a few weeks. Um so we'll see. But I don't know, I think 
like I said, to answer the question, I think it's going to be the Buffalo Bills and where they're at in the midpoint. It's going to be that that stellar story. All right, yeah, that make that makes sense with uh, with Josh Allen and shit. I'm glad you brought up the Patriots too because uh, obviously being New England, being Boston, I think we brought you on. We bring you on for the Super Bowl every year. Do we ever talked about baseball with you on the pod? I don't think we have. Um, I don't know if we ever have, and it's getting to that point in the baseball season where it's uh, it's it's getting it's getting bad out here. It's getting yeah. like, nervous every night. All that Trust stuff. No, no, it's well, yeah. bad. But yeah, no. Never talk baseball. I'm surprised by that. I know. I we are gonna get into that. Trust me, because we got some time today with Pelly being gone. No dumbass questions today. Strictly sports, baby. Um, what do you think? So obviously, with Cam Newton getting cut, Bill Belichick's like Mac Jones is our fucking guy. What do you think? I'm I'm in on the Mac Jones. I really am. Um, I'm always like a Patriots supporter. I don't care who's playing quarterback or next man up type mentality. Um. So obviously I was all in on Cam. I posted Instagram about him, like, like trying to get like the mojo going. Um, and like I was really behind him. And then when Bill said, like, not that Bill said they cut Cam. So obviously you think Cam's a guy or you think Mac's a guy. I'm not going to like go against Bill. Like obviously Bill is there every day. He sees what Mac's doing. Um, I really just think that he's great. And to be honest, the first two weeks, yeah, the Miami game. He played well, no turnovers, gave his team a chance to win. That's all you can ask, NFL quarterback. Um, and the running back fumbles is what it is. This week they play a bad Jets team. Like, let's let's like look at a, a spade and spade. The Jets are bad, but it's the NFL. And, like, you got to take a big care of business when you're playing a team that's not that good. Um, and he looked good. Didn't turn the ball over. Good, safe throws. The running game was working. It's going to be similar to a Tom Brady. It's going to be – five 10 yard passes that the receivers make 20 yard passes and they move down the field. The defense is solid. They have a decent running game. That's all it's going to be. And people are going to be frustrated because people hate Brady. People hate the Patriots. And I think Alex Martin, my roommate, huge Dolphins fan. He just said that he's so annoyed, even though they beat us in week one, he's like, I feel like I'm watching Tom Brady over again. It's just dink and dunks more than 10 yard completions. Don't turn the ball over. Just take care of it. So I think Mac Jones is great. Um, he's looked really good. I mean, the next two weeks, obviously, we got the Saints on Sunday at 1 o'clock. It's going to be a big game. It's home. Um, and then we get the big one, the game of the year, in Foxborough against Tampa in week four. So that'll be that'll be interesting. But taking it one game at a time, he looks good. I'm hoping next week they open up the playbook for him a little bit and uh, we see that rock be slung a little bit. I don't think I don't think with Bill Belichick I don't think that rocks getting sung a single time. This maybe with like a, a wide receiver in the fucking uh, whatever the AFC Championship game. That's the only time yeah. that rocks getting thrown more than forty yards. Um, That's true. So do you think Mac Jones? Like, do you think he's feeling all of the pressure? Because I mean, everywhere is saying like, yeah, this is this is Tom Brady too. This is our next six Super Bowls, baby. This is it. You think he's feeling yeah. that at all? I mean, to be honest with you, I'm I'm the biggest Patriots guy around, and I'll say it forever. Um, I just think that, yeah, as like a 20-whatever he is, he was a senior at Alabama, whatever. As a 21, 22-year-old, you're obviously going to feel that pressure. You walk into, like, like the most distinguished organization in the National Football League, a coach that's just an absolute weirdo genius that, like, no one can kind of figure out. 
And you're going against a former MVP in training camp and Cam Newton. Like, you're in this QB battle and he's saying all the right things in the press conferences and everything. But how could you not feel that? Like, you can say yeah. all you want in the public. And then when he goes back to his apartment, he's like, I'm the starting quarterback of the Patriots. Like, Bill Belichick's my coach. Like, the expectations are crazy. Like, you you and I both know the people in Boston. Like, oh, you lose yeah. one game. Like, you're, you're on the curb. So, I think, um, yeah, he's got to be feeling the pressure and, like, I mean, who wouldn't when you wake up and you watch for, like Sports Center first take, get up, all those shows, and they're like Mac Jones, the next, like Tom Brady, all this stuff. Like, there's no next Tom Brady. Like, Mac probably knows that. He's like, I'm just doing my job. And that's, that's all that Bill is asking of him. So, yeah, it's, uh, to answer your question, he's definitely feeling the pressure. I mean, anyone would. I feel like it's normal. You can't, yeah. you can't expect a kid to come in and be like no sweat, anything when you come to New England. I just can't see it. Yeah. Uh, do you think you think Cam Newton folded under the same pressure? I feel I feel like Cam, Cam kind of had a chance there to to be someone, you know, that he hasn't been in what six years, five years? It's almost yeah, almost six years. I mean, I think last year I always said before the whole Mac Jones thing and before we cut Cam. I mean, last year was kind of a wash. I mean, you think about it, Cam came in, yeah, he'd been working out and everything, but. I mean, the Patriots, you can't really walk into that playbook and get it in a few weeks. There is no preseason because of COVID. Like, the training camps, like, people are going out with COVID. Like, it's not a real training camp. And then you throw the guy in, and then we play Kansas City. We play, like, we play Baltimore late in the season. We won that game. But, like, you're playing good teams, and, like, you like it's, it's tough to throw the guy in, especially when he gets COVID and he's missing four games and all this stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think Cam definitely – whether it looks like it or not, because the guy has fun. Like, that's why I like him. He brings good energy, yeah. and he's got good swag. Like, that's something the Patriots never had. Like, Tom Brady was never dancing before the practice starts. Like, he was never doing all that stuff. Um, so that's why I like the energy, and I really got behind him. But, I mean, I think he was feeling the pressure, too. And you bring in Mac Jones. Kid's a winner. Like, played for Alabama. I think he lost probably five games or less his whole four years at Alabama. He's got Nick Saban, who's friends with Belichick. Like, the kid never lost. Like, he's a stud. And, like, yeah. if you're Cam, you see him come in, like, you see him get drafted, and you saw, like, the video of him walking to the podium, just, like, looking like he's on a mission. Like, if you're Cam and you see that, you're like, yeah, it's going to be tough. So, I do think Cam was feeling the pressure a little bit. Yeah, 100%. Also, I, I just have to say, isn't it dumb weird now that we're getting to the age where these kids getting drafted are younger than us? I That Dude. freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> I was talking with, uh, shout out Dan Janesco. Um, talking to him about some gambling um, this past weekend. And, like, we were talking about college football and people betting college football. Like, dude, like, if you think about it, like, you're betting on kids that are younger than you. Like, yeah. like to, win a, to win a game. Like, if you're a professional athlete, like, you're, like, you're the best of the best. But, like, a college athlete, like, I know kids who are on college rosters that, like, are so athletic, like, all this stuff. And, like, they don't exactly get playing time. But you're, like, in high school, those kids are, like, the best of the best. Like, it's just different, and to, like, depend on a kid who's younger than you and to, like, get mad over it is, like, absolutely insane. But, yeah, to answer your question, it's crazy. Like, you see these kids, and you're like, that kid does not look like he's 20, but he is, and it's like you're betting on him to, to win or lose a game. It's, it's unbelievable. Dude, it is it is insane. I was sitting on the couch, and they were talking about uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and how he's, how he's on pace for the triple crown. This motherfucker's, what, 22 years old? When yeah. I was 22, I was starting a, starting a podcast that has gone nowhere. 
Hey, you know what? I will not say it's gone nowhere. You guys are you guys are making some some awesome strides. But yeah, I mean, that's just a perfect example. Like you got Vlad, and like even like I don't know. You think about like golf as like an example. Like like Jordan Spieth won the Masters when he was twenty one. Like when I was twenty one, I was like getting nervous to like go to Bondu. Like I, like there's no way I could like win the Masters. Like yeah. it's crazy that like you think about it like that. But these guys are like on this stage where you're like, wow, like this is incredible. Like it's just it's absolutely amazing. But um, yeah, just absolutely crazy the whole age thing. And like I do not feel like I just turned twenty three last week, and like I really just do not feel like I'm twenty three. And like I look yeah. in the mirror and I'm like, there are kids that are double my height, triple my weight that are like. <laughs> playing these college sports absolutely insane yeah dude yeah they don't even feel like i don't know man i think covid had a lot to do with the fact that i don't feel 23 either like it was just like two yeah. years you just stuck inside the whole goddamn time i came out of covid when i got my vaccine like i was 20 years old nervous to get into bars nervous to buy booze i was like what the fuck is going on because it wasn't like that before yeah no you're right about that and it's just like i don't know you think you watch all these college games and you're like, wow, these kids are freak athletes and they're younger than me. Like, I think I'm a freak athlete when I make like five jump shots in a row and when I'm just like not. But yeah, yeah no, 30. absolutely, absolutely crazy. Um, all right. So what do you think? First of all, now that you mentioned betting, I want to get for anyone who bets on the podcast. Connor is is one of the more experienced bettors that I know. What do you got for this weekend? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think uh, after this week, did this week, um, I'm an NFL guy. I just like looking at NFL picks. Um, but yeah, I mean, this week it's gonna be gonna be an interesting week, honestly, because I know there's a lot of big games um, starting on Thursday. Now, obviously, the Thursday night game, you got Panthers and Texans. Kind of a weird game. Panthers are two and zero. Texans are one and one. People thought the Texans were maybe not gonna win a game. So everyone wants that Thursday night action. Um, I mean, the Panthers, Sam Darnold, former Jets quarterback, he was horrible there. Um, but they got some nice pieces there in Carolina, and I think they're going to get off to a 3-0 start. I think they're going to beat the Texans. Um, and then coming in this weekend, there's a lot of good games, some good divisional games. You got Chargers at Chiefs. Chiefs coming off that tough loss last night. Um, you got Colts and Titans. Colts 0-2, need a win. Carson Wentz just continues to get hurt. Um but my game that I'm looking at, to be honest with you, looking at the slate right now, I'm looking at the Bucks at the Rams. Um, it's even right now. The spread is even, um, which is incredible because you look at the Bucks; they've covered in like a crazy amount of games in a row, even though they're on the road with the best quarterback of all time. Uh, Matt Stafford has looked good for the Rams, but you look at Brady, if they're even money, that's just absolutely disgusting. So um, that's the game that I'm looking Brady. at. No, you don't, especially at, at that good of odds. Um, but, yeah, definitely uh, now that I'm doing blogging, I would definitely love to touch on some gambling and, and throw my thoughts out there. Um, obviously, people who are listening out there, I am not the best gambler ever, so please do not swear by that. But I will definitely give my thoughts and tell you guys what I'm picking and uh, hopefully make people some money. But, yeah, no, definitely uh, Sunday gambling is fun. Connor, you're making us look bad here. I personally guarantee every one of Connor's picks on our website specifically, maybe not right now, on our website specifically, will be 100% accurate. And if not, he'll refund you all the money. There you go. All right, well, there you go. 
there you go. That now, now I really have to get into it because that I will, I will refund. That's like when you say that, I got to give good picks now. But no, yeah, definitely some fun gambling coming up, and happy to uh, touch on that in my blogs coming up on the uh, on the website. Also, just so we get sued, that was a joke. Just in case. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just, just. Exactly. I just no, want to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify. No, we're good. We're we're perfectly fine. Uh, did you hear we got? I don't know if the listeners heard this either. We got into uh, some slight legal trouble with our last logo. So, like we we had we had 260 followers when we got contacted, and it was that it was uh, yeah. It was our old logo. You remember? The, it was like that. It was the we. I I, I used Mac Miller's logo. As a basis, yeah. and I yep. turned us into the Mac Miller logo, and uh, I, I don't know if this guy was legit or not. I really don't. But he yeah. was like, he was like, yo, know. just to let you know, you'll never make like I promise, and I will guarantee, and I will make sure that you never make a single dollar off of your podcast if you're using Mac Miller's logo. And we were like, fuck, like you're going after <laughs> dudes with 200 followers. What? How do you even find us? It's unbelievable. Yeah, no, literally. That's uh, that's pretty incredible. I honestly did not know that until you said that that you guys were in a little bit of legal trouble with that. But that is like, like you said, how did they even find you guys? Like you guys yeah. are just trying to shoot the shit on this podcast. Exactly. And you guys do a great job. Like, why? First of all, why is this guy like going out of his way to do that? Like, dude, get a life. Like these kids are just yeah. trying to have fun. Um, but yeah, that's uh, like you said, just in case we were kidding. Yeah. But that's uh, <laughs> that's very that's very crazy. I like the. Like, if you guys change up the logo, I like what you guys got on the Instagram and uh, the website. It looks, uh, it looks awesome. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah, well, yeah, now we're not fucking Jay. You kiss my ass at this point. We we did, yeah, we gave in once. And I don't, I, again, I'm not saying it was like fucking Mac Miller's mom DMing us on Instagram or anything. It, exactly. it could, for, for whatever it was, it, it could have been some random sixth grader. I have no idea. Yeah. But I'm not taking you that. You gotta play it. You got. I was gonna say you gotta play it safe. You can't mess with that shit. Yeah. Um. One thing I wanted to do, Connor, was because we have you every year. We have you on for the Super Bowl, and yep. every year I ask you the question of whether or not you're taking heads or tails, and what color the Gatorade is gonna be. What I want to do on this podcast right now today, I want you to give your answer to both. And we're not gonna ask during the Super Bowl one. We're gonna see if you're right in fucking September. Which would be okay. incredible, insane. Yeah. So what are you picking? For I, this? All right. So out of the two, so I'll do the coin toss first. It's obviously crazy because it's 50-50, but, like, I had to go heads. Like, every time someone says, like, tails never fails, like, it's going to fail. Like, oh, people say that, and, like, automatically not. So I'm going to go heads, like, not even like not even thinking about a heads. Um, in terms of Gatorade, like, you got to – take into account who's in the Super Bowl, like where it is. It's in LA this year. So like LA kind of like a glitch, like yellow, blue. Um so I would say I would say the Gatorade's probably gonna be blue. I think it's gonna be blue and I think it's gonna be heads. Um but yeah, I think those are gonna be my two now and I know you're recording this and I know this is gonna go out there <laughs> yeah. obviously on Spotify and all other uh all other platforms. So yeah, I'm going to go heads on the coin toss in February and I'm going to go blue with the Gatorade. Yep. You heard it here first folks. That is going to, that's going to make you $10,000. 10000 Easy. easy. $1 for $10,000. Easy. No question. Please, um, please lock who do you in. think? All right. So last football question, because we got a little bit of time here. So I, I do want to talk about the Red Sox because we're going to have yeah. to, it's all I've been thinking Definitely. about, 
But before yeah, it's I the do elephant that, in the, it's the elephant in the room. It is. Actually. It has been weighing on my chest like a fucking anvil, dude. I had to turn my phone off the other day just so I could go to bed. I I literally, because I, I can't watch the game, so I get too stressed out. Yeah. So, so I'll fucking get the notifications on my phone, which might be fucking worse because I'm sitting in bed. And I, I'll, I'll try to go to bed, and I hear it go off, and I'm like, fuck. You know? Yeah. Um, but anyways, before we get into that, who do you think... At this point in the season, super early on, what do you got for the Super Bowl? Like, who do you got going? Yeah, I mean, I think in the NFC, I think the NFC Championship game is going to be um, the Packers and the Bucks um, again. And I think this time it's going to be in Tampa. And uh, all this stuff about Aaron Rodgers and everything I know they're playing right now, I think the Lions just took the lead, actually. Um, so the Packers, I don't know. I think I just think that the Packers can't go out. They're calling it this last dance type deal. Like you can't, you can't mock the last dance, Jordan and Pippen and them and just be bad. So I think the Packers are going to be there at the end, but I think Tom, like that roster is just too stacked. They don't lose. They don't fail to cover. It's just like crazy. So I think for Bucks to go to the Super Bowl, the NFC, and I think the AFC, honestly, a lot of good teams in the AFC. I just like, it's so hard to like go to the Super Bowl all the time. I think with the Patriots, I honestly, the Patriots, like were just like a lucky to the Super because they just like did that no one else did. Like Mahomes came on the scene in like 2018, and the Patriots went to Arrowhead and beat them in overtime. Like no one thought that was going to happen. Like, yep. I think it's so hard, which is why like I really just don't see the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Um, I think out of the AFC, it's going to be a toss up between Baltimore and um, I think it's going to be either Baltimore or maybe even like Pittsburgh like a weird team, maybe like Tennessee, like Tennessee runs the rock, like Tannehill barely turns it over. Like, I think it's going to be like a weird team. I think like Baltimore or yeah, like Pittsburgh, uh, maybe a Tennessee. Like, I think it's going to be a weird team. I, I don't think it's going to be the Chiefs. I would say for the Super Bowl, it's going to be the Bucks and the Bills, which is weird because I told you that midseason thing. Yeah, I just think that, I just think that Josh Allen will turn it on. Um, it's always tough the first few weeks. Like they started at home, like all the energy, all that stuff. But I think Josh will settle in. Stephon Diggs, like one of the best receivers in the league. They have a good defense. It's hard to win in Buffalo. Um, and I know, like I said, they play the Chiefs. Like you never know that that game could like determine home field. Um, so as much as I'd like to say the Patriots are going to go to the Super Bowl, I think it's going to be maybe the Bills or um, the Ravens, and we'll see at the end. But I think right now, early lead is the Bills. And again, it's September. So I'm sure I'll yeah. be on again midway through the season or before the playoffs and I'll have a different answer. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking like either Bills or Ravens against the Bucks. I think the Bucks are definitely going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, if the Bills do make the Super Bowl, how many tables do you think are getting broken in Buffalo? Rough estimate. Like, like you know, in during COVID when everyone, like every supermarket ran out of like toilet paper and like all that stuff. Yep. It's going to be Buffalo. Every single Ace Hardware <laughs> or like BJ's, whatever, like whatever store sells folding tables in Buffalo or around <laughs> Buffalo, they're going to be sold out. Like you can get anything you want in a, in a supermarket or whatever. They're not going to have folding tables. So like yeah. you got to stock up now. Like their team, like they just lost in week one at home. Like go buy a few tables now so that in February you have them. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, every single table, there won't be one standing table in Buffalo. Yeah, no, no. motherfuckers are going to empty out Home Depot and just start plowing their shoulders into park benches because they can't figure out where the fuck to break a table. They'll be plowing, you know those metal ones that look like grates? 
If you try to break yeah. those motherfuckers, you'd be like, uh, this guy Jimmy's 400 pounds. You're trying to break the fucking park bench. Dude, those people are different out there, and uh, you got to respect it. I mean, you can't not. I mean, uh, yeah, of course. All the energy, but yeah, I think uh, a lot of tables will be broken, a lot of bones will be broken, a lot of beers will be drank. So we'll see. I, I'm rooting for them. If that, if it comes to that, I would love to see a team like Buffalo win and see the city absolutely burn down to the ground, which would probably happen. Oh yeah, of course. Didn't they? They when was the last time they won something? Wasn't it? Dude, the Bills. Have not a long built. time, right? They made it like, to with, with the Sabres. Did they make it somewhere? And like the city was just torched. Yeah, and like the Bills, they lost four Super Bowls in a row. It's like crazy. They, <laughs> there's a uh, there's a thirty for thirty. It's called like the lot. It's like the Falls of Buffalo or whatever. Like they tied in Ni- Niagara Falls. Like the team went to four Super Bowls in a row and lost all of them. Like you think you'd get one Super Bowl out of four? Like yeah, it's, it's, just, it's Buffalo. It's heinous, but it's Buffalo. So like. That city would absolutely torch. Um, yeah, they like torch the city if the Sabres make the second round of Stanley Cup yeah. playoff. Like, I can't imagine if the Bills won the Super Bowl. But, um, yeah, should be interesting. But Buffalo is definitely a team to watch out for, i got to admit. Yeah, man. that's yeah, It's kind of crazy saying that. Um, it is. All right. So let's get into some baseball talk. we got a, we got a few minutes here. But before we do, if you're still listening right now and you like what you're hearing, do us a favor. Hit that like, follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening. Make sure you're staying up to date with our latest podcasts. Um, and if you're on Apple Podcasts or you have an iPhone because it's a free app downloaded on every single iPhone, do us a favor. Head over there. Scroll to the bottom of our page. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. Like we said last week, we got our first one-star rating, so we're trying to bounce back from that. Fuck that asshole. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, Connor, you can appreciate this. I put... Uh, I, I play MLB The Show a lot. We had an MLB The Show content creator on a little bit ago. Um, but my name, my name on there is Spotify, just to kick back. And I crushed this dude. It was like 16 to 2. Mercy ruled in the fourth inning. Oh, my inning. God. Mercy ruled in the fourth inning. And then, coincidentally, an hour later on Apple Podcasts, there's our first one-star rating. So, fuck you, you little, you little uh, salty-ass bitch. But we're trying to get that shit up, so do us a favor. Five-star rating, rights review. It's free. It takes 30 seconds. Ugh, I hate doing there you that. Go. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, how about them socks, kid? Huh? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is definitely an elf in the room. Um, it's getting it's getting to crunch time. Um, I think uh, I will say there's really nothing to say besides this this weekend, the series against the Yankees, is the biggest series in probably two years. Like this team was so bad during the COVID year. Uh, and then this year started so hot and then just kind of like thinned out and like dropped some games they shouldn't have. But like right now you're in a position, the Yankees are in a slump. Toronto can't seem to lose. The team doesn't know how to lose. They were um, and which is crazy that we have four out of the five. Yeah, we got the Rays, the Sox, the Blue Jays, and the Yankees. Four out of the five AL East teams are like in the hunt for stuff. Like uh, Tampa's going to win the division. Um, that's a given. They're up 10 games with like 15 games to go. Um, and then we're up in the wild card now. We don't play tonight. The Yankees are playing. Toronto's playing Tampa. So hoping that Tampa can steal some games from Toronto, kind of open it up for us. And then if we take one or two out of the three games against the Yankees, like we at least got a spot in the wild card. Um, obviously would love for it to be at Fenway. 
Um, I'm, I, there's no mortal lock more than me going to the game. It's a wild card oh, game at Fenway. Like, there's, it, like, there is a mortal lock more sure than that, my good friend. I will, I, I do not <laughs> care if I just sit next to fucking Hunter Renfro. I, yeah. I'm going to that goddamn game. Put, no, you will be at the game. Yeah, put me in the top of the fucking Prudential Center for 600 bucks. As long as I can fucking see the field, I don't give a yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's like, I'm praying, I'm praying, and like, I sound greedy because the Red Sox could like lose 10 games in a row and like be totally oh, out of it, but I'm like, I'm hoping that since we play New York and Tampa plays Toronto, we can easily get some sort of breathing room where we at least make the wild card game. Um, but I'm of course going to get greedy. I'm a Boston guy. Like, I hope the Red Sox host the game and I hope it's against the Yankees. Like that would be best case scenario for everyone involved. Um, just like, just, just recently moved to the city. I'm in Somerville now. So I'm, I'm in the thick of it. And like, we're time the fuck out. You're living in Somerville now, you motherfucker. Yeah. I'm living in Somerville now. We moved two weeks ago. I'm living with Colin Caldwell and Alex Martin. So shout out all the, uh, all the boys listening who know those names. Um, but yeah, we we're uh, in Somerville now. So we're, uh, we're right off 93, probably, five minutes from the garden. So that's going to be easy for Celtics games, but yeah, we're right in the thick of it. We're in, uh, we're in Boston. I'm still, uh, I'm still helping out with the Red Sox. I'm still employed. So I'm working on Saturday. So hopefully, um, it'll be a good game on Saturday against the Yankees. And, uh, it's, uh, it's heating up for sure. So, um, yeah, I think obviously, like I said, I'm going to get greedy. Like I hope the game's at Fenway and like, I hope it's against the Yankees. If it's against Toronto, like that's fine. That's a division opponent. It'll be a rivalry game. Like you never know. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty torn on that. To be honest, we don't play tonight, a nice day off. Um, just kind of close out the next 15 strong, like, um, actually a cool story that you'll also appreciate. Um, my other job, uh, I work for Octagon Sports and we do like golf outings and stuff. Um, we had an outing on Saturday and we did this like celebrity par three competition and Jim Rice was actually the guy. He was there getting tee shots, talking to people, signing autographs, taking pictures. Um, and I was in charge of bringing him to his car after the game, after the round. So I'm driving in his car and I'm like, what do you think? He's like, he's like, man, like we got to win at least seven or eight out of the last 15. And I'm like, that's easily doable. Like we just, like we just got two against Baltimore. Like that team sucks. Like we play the Mets who are like, oh, we got three. NL. We swept against Baltimore, didn't we? No, I, yeah, I know, but it was like after I talked to him, like, oh, whoa, getting, I see, I see uh, what you mean. Okay. So I'm like, you already got two down. We play the Yankees who are in a slump at home. We play the Mets. We play Washington who like, that's a weird team to end the, end yeah, the season on. But like, you gotta, you gotta get a few even though you're on the road. So I think easily we could win seven, eight, like maybe 10 games out of the last 15, depending on what we do against the Yankees. But, um, yeah, like you know, you know how it is. It just gets, it gets oh, tight cool. at the end, and right now, like we're just fighting for it. I just hope we can win those eight, nine games to end, and we'll be in the wild card game, whether it be home or away. And at that point, it's it's a game seven. It's we throw sale, and whoever else yep. throws whoever else. And if you lose, you lose. But if you win, yep. you get a you get another chance. So I don't know. I think it's gonna heat up, and I'm I'm honestly excited. There's nothing like Red Sox baseball. There really yeah. isn't. Yeah, it is unbelievable. Also, I said this, I said this on the blog too. I think, I think you're right. I think the entire season, and this isn't an exaggeration, I think the entire season comes down to our Red Sox Yankees series this weekend. Cause if they end with Toronto and Tampa Bay, if we take yeah. two out of three of the Yankees, that automatically puts us up by two. No yeah. shot they win a series against Toronto or Tampa. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I, I do yeah. not think their pitching has been dog shit. 
I think I I genuinely think if we take Friday Saturday or Friday Sunday, we're in the playoffs. And, and yeah. <laughs> I said this on last episode. I'm fully prepared to live stream this game. If I if I if it's not at Fenway, if it's at Fenway, I'm gonna try with everything in my power to get there. Um, but if it, this is gonna be the most intense live stream of all time, you might see you might see like, a human die. Literally, it's like, if it's against the Yankees, yeah, I'm dead. I mean, that's like. That's like it's like you see every year people do for the Super Bowl. They put like a GoPro in the corner of the room. They just videotape themselves watching the game. Um, like, <coughs> excuse me. If I was there, like you're there. But if you're not, like I would love to do that and just see my reaction because, like, you know how it is. Like we got oh, Etsy, like, we got we got Ken Beatty, Shadow Ken Beatty. We got all these Yankee fans that like they're just like annoying with the Yankees. And like yeah. I would love to just I would love to just be. Like watching me watching the game and the Red Sox win, like it's just going to be unbelievable. I will say, if the game is not at Fenway and it's at Yankee Stadium when we go there and win, I will never shut up about that. Oh, like forever. I will never, I will, forever. I will never. It will be on my grave. It will be like the final score, <laughs> the date, the wild card game, whatever it is. Even if we go in the World Series, like that's basically World Series. Um, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Do you see in Japan that they are now doing QR codes and they show like a video montage of your life? Do you see that? On gravestones, that's your gravestone. It's just a QR code. You want to know what mine's gonna be? It's just gonna be. It's just gonna be pop David Ortiz highlights. That's it. Yeah. You're gonna be like, like, wait, this guy's fucking a baseball player? No, no, no. It's it's just fucking David Ortiz. Millions of years from now, they're gonna scan my fucking QR code and they're gonna think I'm the greatest baseball player to ever live. That is so. That that's crazy. First of all, I got to read up on that. But yeah, I mean, like. I don't know. There's so much history with that, and uh, like I said, I want to be greedy and say Red Sox Yankees at Fenway. You don't know how the last 15 games are going to shape up, but it could definitely happen. All I want is the Red Sox to be in the game. I'll work that day because I think the wild card game is on a Tuesday. Yeah. And I'll work all day, not do any work. And then, like, you're putting your life on the line is pretty much what you're doing. Yeah. So, needless to say, I'm excited for these last 15 games. Honestly, I hate the fans that just don't watch all year. And then when there's 15 games to go in the wild card race within two mm-hmm. games, they tune in. I've been watching since, like, Spring April, training when they're when they're playing Cleveland on like a <laughs> Wednesday night, like I'm watching that, so I definitely deserve to be fired up. But needless yeah. to say, definitely definitely excited for this next week and a half, two weeks to see how it uh, how it shapes up. Well, if it's not at home, dude, we got to get you on the live. Show. Me, you, and fucking yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll get we'll get some. Maybe I'll reach out and see if there are any Yankee fan listeners that we don't know. I would love it was just me, you, Pelly will just be the commentator. And there was just yeah. a Yankee fan that we didn't know. I think that'd be, be hilarious. Oh, my God. That'd be so fucking funny. So maybe we'll get oh, that going great. again if it's not at home because fuck that shit. I, I swear to God, I will stand. I'll just stand there and listen to the back of the Green Monster if I have to on the fucking Lansdowne Street. Um, all right, Connor. I uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time, so thank you very much for coming on. We're not going to play a game today. Because uh, it feels wrong without Pelly. It feels weird. It feels like I'm, oh, I'm barking up the wrong tree. Uh, but thank you very much for coming on. Again, guys, Connor's going to start going to start blogging for us. So check him out at justakickback.com. Connor, Pelly isn't here to give the ceremonial die up, so I'm going to do it for you. Everybody who's listening right now, put your goddamn hands in the air. Die up, baby. 
Dino, thank you guys for having me. Pelly, hope you uh, hope you feel better. Um, and we'll see you back on the show soon. But yeah, we'll lock in for some football and some uh, some playoff baseball. And I'll uh, you guys will be hearing from me soon. Fuck yeah, Connor. Let's go. Grinding at the mud, dancing every day, every day. Trying to do me dirty, get you out the way. My patience. I'm the doctor, they're my patients. All my dogs clowning around, shooters on each side of town. We the best in the league, balling like I'm Jeff Teague. Whoa, why you getting all the credits? Swear your shit is pathetic. Always ready for a fight, your girl is over every night. XXL man, here we come, put it in and then she come. Leave room for the apostrophe, your shit is an atrocity. Hit terminal velocity. Man will be on vice, flow so dirty I got lice Drinking almost every night, with your bitch she hella tight Popping off like champagne, drive the Linda Bronze yeah. Savage like no cardiac, hit your bitch from the back Grinding till we hit the top, I don't think we'll ever stop Trapping in the basement, that's an understatement Be here for entertainment, until we need that payment Grinding at the mud, damn it every day I got money, I got time, ain't you, honey? Roll the spliff on the deck, then I hop in the whip. Hoes from the south, sack a bitch, get them out. My time means something, we got lines, we stunt. Pipe City coming back, this the all out attack. Climb up the ladder, pockets better be fatter. We can see it from way up, y'all know who you a faker. Jewel in the street, coming back with the heat. Suburban L's, take a few, don't tell I keep to myself, y'all think I'm doing so well But I promise this homie, I can hear church bells Walking with Rain Gang, we the new wolf gang 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 Make your underlay. Make your underlay.